Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ A good word, an appropriate word, kind words. وَمَغْفِرَةٌ And forgiveness. They are خَيْرٌ Much better مِنْ صَدَقَةٍ Than a charity يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَا That is followed by hurt. You see sometimes somebody comes and asks you for some financial help. Like for example, you're having your even your Doritos and your brother comes and sits with you then. Right? Before he didn't care and now that you open up the packet of chips, all of a sudden he loves you and he wants to be with you. So you give him the cold shoulder and you say, go away. That's not qawlum ma'roof. Right? You remember that he ignored you. That's not maghfirah. And then finally, what do you do? You're like, go ahead, have it. Fine, take it. And you just throw the bag at him. You're like, okay, here. Fine, I'll share with you. And then he feels so bad for having asked you for a chip. Because you were so rude to him. You made him feel so humiliated and disgraced. Right? So what do we learn from here? If you cannot give, if you decide not to give, it's better that you at least say good words and you forgive the person. Instead of harsh and rude words, say kind words. Sometimes you really cannot give. You cannot give. You don't want to share. You have your own needs to fulfill. You cannot give in charity at that time. So if you cannot give money, you can give good words. If you cannot give money, you can give good words. You can give forgiveness. Because the person asked you rudely or the person asked you again and again. They called you greedy and whatever, selfish and whatnot. Just forgive them. Instead of giving them something, and then following it up with ada. Wallahu ghaniyun halim. Allah is free of need and ever forbearing. Allah is rich. He doesn't need your charity. He is the one who gave you those Doritos and He can give them to somebody else also. Allah is rich and He is halim. He is forbearing. He is so tolerant. Look at how you behave with Allah. Does Allah not overlook your mistakes? He does. So why can you not overlook the mistakes of other people? Why do you have to remember all of their faults? Five years ago, they didn't give us a gift. Last year on Eid, they did not call us. This year, when my sister was getting engaged, these people did not remember us. So why should we give them a gift now? It's amazing how we remember the faults of other people. We keep them listed with us. And if we have to give a gift to someone, we always check the register first. What did they give us? So that we give them something equal or less, not more. When did they ignore us and not give us something so that we can also maybe ignore them this time? This is cheap behavior. Extremely cheap. And we need to get over this. When you give even a gift, give it for Allah, not for social approval. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu, Allah orders us, O believers, la tubutilu sadaqatikum. Do not cancel your charities. Sadaqat is a plural of sadaqah. Do not invalidate your sadaqah. That here on the one hand you're giving sadaqah, and then right after that you do something that cancels the reward of your sadaqah, wastes it. And what is that thing which will waste your sadaqah? Alman bilmanni wal adha. Reminding other people of favors and then causing them hurt. Remember this, man and other waste the reward of charity. This is similar to how you sow a seed and then you pour some acid over the soil. What's going to happen to that seed? Destroyed. Has it ever happened that you try to use some weed killer and as you use that, it destroys your good plants also? 
I remember once there were lots of weeds on our grass. So we decided to put some weed killer. And the grass was relatively new. So the entire grass died. The weeds died and the grass died. Everything. This is what man and adha do to your sadaqah. They destroy your reward. Kalladhi, like the one who... Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an example. Pay attention to this example. Like the one who yunfiqu malahu, he spends his money. Why ri'a' al-nas to be seen by the people? This is a person who is spending his money. Why? Just so that he can be seen by the people. People see that, oh, he's so charitable, she's so generous. Wow, they're giving such a huge donation. He wants to be seen by the people. Ri'ah is from Ra Hamzaya, Ra'a to see, Ri'ah to be seen. And why would a person do that? Spending to be seen by people. Because there's a deeper problem. And that deeper problem is that Wala yu'minu billahi wal yawm al-akhir. He doesn't believe in Allah or in the last day. Because if he believed in Allah, he would spend for Allah. If he believed in the hereafter, he would spend to get reward in the hereafter. So, فَمَثَلُهُ So his example is كَمَثَلِ صَفْوَانٍ Like the example of his Safwan. What is Safwan? You may have heard of this name also. Safwan is basically a large, smooth stone. So it's a huge boulder, but it's also smooth. And because it's huge, it doesn't move that easily. And because it's smooth, dust and dirt settle on it. Alright? Dust and dirt settle on it. Have you ever seen plants growing out of crevices of boulders sometimes? Sometimes even trees will grow. Dust settles on it, right? So, alayhi turabun. On the safwan is some turab. Turab is dust. Okay? Now what happened? فَأَصَابَهُ wabilun. Heavy rain reached it. Wabil is a heavy downpour. Rain with big drops. So imagine a heavy rain falls on a rock that is covered in dust. What's going to happen to that rock? What's going to happen to that dust? That dust is going to get washed away. Right? So, فَتَرَكَهُ salda. The rain left it bare. Salda, sad lamdal, smooth, barren, dry. Nothing's left on it. Whatever was on it is gone. This is the example of those who spend their money to show off. They give a little... It's like that dust. But then what happens? In the hereafter, all of that will be washed away. لا يقدرون على شيء مما كسبوا. They will have no power over anything that they have earned. Can you collect that dirt, that dust that has been washed away by rain? Can you collect it? No, it's gone. Just like that, if a person gives some charity and then starts bragging about it, and then starts reminding people about it, hurting people over it, then it's as if he is washing away his charity with a power washer. Destroying it himself. Wallahu la al kafirin. Allah does not guide the people who deny. But on the other hand, وَمَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ إِبْتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ Those people who spend their money, why? To seek the pleasure of Allah. They want to make Allah happy. وَتَسْبِيتًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ And because of firmness from within themselves. What does this mean? Tasbit is to be firm. مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ From themselves means that they are convinced in their heart that their charity is not going to go waste. Nobody is pushing them. 
give, give, come on, don't be stingy, don't be selfish. No, they give it willingly. They give it because in their hearts they are sure and certain that if they give even a little bit in the way of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will compensate them. Allah will reward them. Allah will not waste their effort. So they give with conviction. Their example is kamathali jannatin. Is like that of a garden. And this garden is where? Birabwatin, on a high ground. Rabwa is from Rabawaw. Rabayarbu is to grow, to increase. And Rabwa is a high ground, on a high plateau. So basically, the land is very fertile. Asabaha wabilun. What happens in this garden? The same rain falls on it. The same heavy rain falls on it. So what will happen to this garden? فَآتَتْ أُكُلَهَا It will give its fruit, its yield. How? ضِعْفَيْن Twofold. Because of the heavy rain, it's going to produce a lot of fruit. فَإِلَّمْ يُصِبْهَا وَابِلٌ And if a heavy rain does not fall on it, then فَطَلٌ Then even a طَل is enough. What is a tal? Tal is from the root letters talam lam, and it's used for a drizzle, a very light rain. Meaning, this garden will still produce a lot of fruit with a little amount of rain. Wallahu bima ta'amaluna basir, and Allah is seeing of whatever you do. So, in these two examples, what do we see? A contrast is being made between people who spend with sincerity and people who spend with insincerity. When you spend sincerely, then even a little bit of charity will do a lot, will bring you a lot of reward. And if a person spends with insincerity, then a whole lot of charity also will not benefit him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to bring sincerity in our deeds. So towards the end of the surah now, the end of Surah Al-Baqarah, Since the middle part of Surah Al-Baqarah, we have been learning about many commands related to fasting, marriage, etc. And now we are encouraged to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, spend of our wealth, share of what we have with those who are around us. And this is something that we were encouraged to do from the very beginning of the surah. Isn't that so? The qualities of the muttaqeen is that they spend out of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them. But we see that in these verses, mainly what is being discussed is the etiquette of spending, how we should spend, where we should spend. And we learned about the importance of spending sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what that means is that when we give something for the sake of Allah, then we don't show off then we don't remind people of what we have given them. We don't hurt them by reminding them of what we have given them. Because such behavior nullifies the reward of spending. What nullifies the reward of spending? What nullifies the reward of spending? What cancels it? Reminding other people of what you have given them. And what is that called? Man and other. Right? So we were prohibited from doing that. And we were given... Several examples that help us understand the benefit of sincerity. And now, another example is being given. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us that, أَحَدُكُمْ Would one of you like, would any of you like this for yourself? 
And yawaddu is from wow dal dal. Wood is to love, to want something. So would any of you want this for yourself? That antakuna lahu, that there is for him jannatun a garden. Would any of you like that he has a garden? And this garden is of what? Min nakhilin of date palms. Nakhil is used for date palms. Nakhla, a date palm tree. Nakhil, date palm trees. وَأَعْنَابٍ and grapevines. Arnab is a plural of inab and it refers to grapes as well as grapevines. So just imagine an orchard that is full of trees and then it's not just one type of tree, there's a variety of plants. So there's trees and there's also vines. And then, تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Underneath it, rivers also flow. What does it mean by that? That under the trees... You can also see rivers flowing. In the sense that the garden is naturally irrigated. You don't have to bring water from somewhere else to irrigate the garden. That land is naturally irrigated. And as a result, لَهُ فِيهَا مِنْ كُلِّ ثَمَرَاتِ This person has in his garden مِنْ كُلِّ ثَمَرَاتِ All types of fruits. ثَمَرَاتِ is a plural of thamra. And we have done this word earlier also. Remember, it doesn't just refer to fruit, but it refers to the product of a process. So, produce. So, in the garden, you know, the trees are bearing fruit, and then the vines are also bearing fruit. The yield is abundant. وَأَصَابَهُ الْكِبَرُ and this person, this owner of the garden, he is reached with old age. Meaning, old age has reached him. This person, this owner of the garden is an old man. Al-kibar means old age. So he is old in his age. وَلَهُ ذُرِّيَّةٌ ضُعَفَاء And he has ذُرِّيَّةٌ Children that are ضُعَفَاء ضُعَفَاء is a plural of ضَعِيف Who is ضَعِيف? One who is weak. So why are the children weak? There could be different reasons for that. One reason could be that they're very young, they're very little, and so they're completely dependent on him. Another reason could be that they are weak, as in maybe they have some health issues, like they have some disability, so they're not able to look after themselves, they are fully dependent on their father, right? So he has children who are weak, who are dependent on him, and now imagine what happens. So just imagine that there is a person... He has a garden, perfect garden. You have trees, you have grapevines, it's naturally irrigated. The yield is abundant, but the owner of the garden has now become very old and his children are dependent on him completely. Hmm? So now what happens? فَأَصَابَهَا إِعْصَارٌ Something reaches the garden. Something hits that orchard. What hits that orchard? إِعْصَار what is irsar? A whirlwind. Like a tornado. Ain sadra. Asara is to squeeze. When you squeeze something, you roll it up, right? So this is how a tornado is, that the winds are basically blowing in circular motion. And when they blow like that, then they can cause a lot of destruction. So an irsar comes, and in that irsar, fihi narun. In it is also fire. So just imagine... A tornado that brings fire, and when it hits the garden, what's going to happen to that garden? What's going to happen? فَاحْتَرَقَتْ It burns it away. احْتَرَقَتْ from حَرَقَفْ حَرِيق is burning. So احْتَرَقَتْ It's completely set on fire. It's burnt to ashes. 
it's completely destroyed. And have you ever seen grapevines? How do they grow? On trellises, right? And those trellises are very delicate. And imagine if there's a tornado, what's going to happen to that delicate trellis on which is a very delicate grapevine, on which is growing a very delicate fruit? What's going to happen? Completely destroyed. So would any of you like that this should happen to you? Would any of you like to be that poor old man? Because if you think about it, he's so old, once his garden is destroyed, does he have the energy and the time to rebuild that garden? To regrow that garden? No, it takes years to grow a garden, an orchard. It takes years. Because you know when you plant a tree, initially it doesn't bear fruit. It takes some years. And then finally, you have this garden which is producing a lot of yield and then it's completely destroyed. So this man is old, he doesn't have the time to regrow that garden, to rebuild that garden. And then his children are completely dependent on him, so nobody can help him either. In fact, there's such a huge responsibility on him because he has to look after others. Would any of you like this to happen to you? No. So what is this example of? This is the example of a person who towards the end of his life wastes his own deeds. That after working so hard to perform a righteous action, like for example, he gives a huge donation, works so hard to make a lot of money, then he gives that in charity, he grows a garden for himself, right? But then what does he do? He destroys it himself with that tornado. What's that tornado? What's that tornado? It's man, it's adha, it's showing off, it's hurting other people's feelings. And then at the end, what does this person have? Nothing left with him. None of us would want this in this world for ourselves. That our entire life's effort is wasted before our eyes. Has it ever happened with you that you build something, you work so hard on something and it just gets destroyed? Have you ever like worked really hard on, on a Lego thing? Hmm? Has it ever happened with you? Like you make a, a super complicated Lego spaceship or something like that. Maybe like 10 years ago you did it, 5 years, I still like to play with Lego. But if, let's say, you made something really complicated with those tiny pieces, which are so hard to put together, which can come off so easily, and then what happens? One accident, it falls to the ground, and then hours of your work wasted. Have you ever tried to make a thousand piece puzzle? Yeah? And then what happens when somebody comes and by accident fall on it or they hit it? Then what happens? One is, you know, that sense of loss. Okay, all, you know, my puzzle is no longer there. Whatever work I had done is no longer there. But then you also have so much regret over the amount of time that you invested in it. You spent the entire weekend trying to make that puzzle and your mom just came and put everything away. How does that feel? Or that you're working on a document on your computer and then your computer crashes. We all experience this in our lives, right? That where we are working so hard on something and right at the end, it's finished. Something happens, something that's beyond our control and our entire effort is wasted in front of us. Those are the moments when we need to remember the Day of Judgment. Because on the Day of Judgment, we will be like this old man. 
unable to regrow our garden, unable to perform more good deeds. We won't have that opportunity on that day of judgment. That opportunity is gone. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَذَلِكَ يُبَيِّنُ اللَّهُ لَكُمُ الْآيَاتِ Thus does Allah make the verses clear to you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَفَكَّرُونَ So that you reflect. تَتَفَكَّرُونَ is from تَفَكُّر تَفَكُّر from فَاكَافْرَى to think, to reflect. So this is what you should be thinking about. But what is it that we spend our time thinking? I gave that favor to someone, now they better help me today. I gave them a gift yesterday, they better give me a gift today. They better listen to me and they better respect me. This is what we usually think about. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to think about our actions, that we should not destroy them with our own hands. مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ سَبْعَ سَنَابِلَ فِي كُلِّ سُنْبُلَةٍ مِئَةُ حَبَّةٍ وَاللَّهُ يُضَاعِفُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا مَنَّوْا وَلَا أَذَلَّهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَى وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُبْطِلُوا صَدَقَاتِكُمْ بِالْمَنِّ وَالْأَذَى كَالَّذِي يُنْفِقُ مَا لَهُ رِئَاءَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَمَثَلُهُ كَمَثَلِ صَفْوَانٍ عَلَيْهِ تُرَابٌ فَأَصَابَهُ وَابِلٌ فَتَرَكَهُ صَلْدًا لَا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى شَيْءٍ مِّمَّا كَسَبُوا وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِ الْقَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ وَمَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمُ ابْتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ وَتَثْبِيتًا مِّنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ كَمَثَلِ جَنَّةٍ بِرَبْوَةٍ أَصَابَهَا وَابِلٌ فَآتَتْ أُكُلَهَا ضِعْفَيْنِ فَإِنْ لَمْ يُصِبَهَا وَابِلٌ فَطَلٌّ وَاللَّهُ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ أَيَوَدُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَن تَكُونَ لَهُ جَنَّةٌ مِّن نَّخِيلٍ وَأَعْنَابٍ تَجْرِي مِن تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارُ 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.